It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Available now from iHeart, a new series presented by T Mobile for Business The Restless Ones iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find The Restless Ones on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning and welcome to the Big Outdoors, News Radio 700, WLW, Cincinnati, the home of the best Bengals coverage. Rick, good morning to you. Morning, Chip. Man, uh, and uh, uh, early Merry Christmas yeah, and absolutely. to all of our listeners, since we won't be back until after Christmas. Sure and enough. then... Uh, um, We'll get something in just after the new year, so that that be that. But we have a we have a we, we have a situation here that I'm going to try to describe as accurately as I can possibly do, understanding what I know and the fact that I'm not an attorney. But we have Gary Rosenhofer here, her Esquire, who is an attorney, who is an attorney, and has a case before the Ohio Supreme Court, which is the state of Ohio versus uh, Frederick Re- Weber. Correct, Gary? That's accurate, Chip. All right. And so what we have, as I understand it, is that uh, someone called the authorities of the police on Mr. Weber, who resides in Claremont County, and his wife admitted him into their house, not knowing for what reason that they were called. And Mr. Weber... Um, I guess, enters the main room carrying an unloaded shotgun. And shorts, uh, long story short, is uh, I guess they asked if he had been drinking, and he said yes, and still not knowing why they'd been called. So he felt like he was just being a good, honest citizen. And uh, I get, uh, through the process, admitted he was drunk, and he was arrested for a certain violation of, I guess, an obscure Ohio law. Am I correct? Uh, no, actually, it's a very, uh, a very uh, widely used Ohio law, wep- using weapons while intoxicated. Okay, and customarily, that would apply to um, the, us being gun owners. If we are at a range or we're out on in the countryside and we're shooting a weapon, or a firearm, and we're intoxicated. That's exactly right, Chip. That's the situation it's intended to uh, be used for. It's specifically, uh, you don't want people out there using uh, sure. weapons after they're intoxicated. Normal common sense for those of us that are firearms owners and hunters and so on and so forth. But here we have uh, Mr. Weber, who is an individual. And, Rick, feel free to pipe in when you can mm-hmm. get a great get your arms around this thing, too that uh, was in his house was not using a firearm and was and the and the firearm was not loaded and as i understand he was merely cleaning his firearms that's exactly the situation is is it uh is it played out in the evidence in the 15 pages of transcript in the court uh chip it, it was it was a situation where the deputies uh, responded not necessarily to a call at the Weber residence at all, but to a different address, but ended up at the Weber's. And uh, 
Fred's wife, Angie, let him in, and Fred comes walking out of the bedroom holding a, a shotgun by the stock, and he says to the deputies and looks at him and says, I'm drunk, and this is unloaded. And that's uh, kind of how, yeah. how it started. And then, oh, shortly thereafter, Fred ended up uh, getting a, a cab ride in one of those uh, vehicles that have funny lights on top to and the uh, Claremont so, County Jail. And, and that little the- fence that protects the officer from the the suspect. Yes, yes, yeah. So, are, the, are, the, are the police disputing any of the facts? No, the facts are really yeah. Uh, simple. Yeah, okay. And, and you said they went to the wrong address. It was just a mistake? They just mistakenly went to the wrong address? Uh, the the evidence that came out is really unclear who uh, called the dispatch center and how they got dispatched, but they got dispatched to a different address than the Webbers, but ended up at the Webbers. And the Webbers live in a very rural par- part of Claremont County mm-hmm. on what used to be a vineyard in Felicity, Ohio. Okay. So, uh, darn, I just lost my train of thought because this is all so bizarre to me. Uh, you've gone through a number of courts to get to the Supreme Court, correct? That's correct. We actually tried it in the Claremont County Municipal Court where Fred was found guilty. And thereafter, went to the uh, 12th Appellate District, which is the appellate district uh, for Claremont County, Ohio. And from uh, there, then, uh, we applied for uh, uh, admission to the Supreme Court of Ohio, and the Supreme Court accepted the case on what's called a discretionary appeal. Very good. Hey, fellas, we got to get to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Big Outdoors on News Radio 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Hey, we're back. The Big Outdoors News Radio 700 WLW Cincinnati. Chip Hart, Rick Combs. Our guest is uh, Mr. Gary Rosenhofer, Esquire, attorney at law in downtown Batavia, Ohio, whom uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, uh, making acquaintances over numerous uh, uh, years when we had an office in uh, in Batavia, Rick. Mm-hmm. And uh, quite frankly, I didn't know that Gary was this good. You know, I really didn't. Didn't you? No, he didn't come across that way. So I, 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 I do have a question <laughs> for Gary. <laughs> and I'm making light of that, but have you actually tried a case before the Supreme Court? Me? Yes. I've been up there, I don't know, eight, nine, ten, twelve times. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let, let me ask you this, because you, you, I guess you would file a petition for cert. Is that is that how it is with the state Supreme Court? It, Essentially, it's very similar to what happens with the U.S. Supreme Court. We yeah. we apply to be accepted as a discretionary appeal, and the Supreme Court of Ohio can choose to accept or reject the appeal. Sure. Basically, you have to show that you have a case that's of great public import or significance or has a substantial constitutional question. And obviously, the constitutional question we have here is uh, twofold. Second Amendment, and then we've got the Ohio Constitution, which gives us uh, gives a greater right to Ohio citizens than uh, than the Second yeah. Amendment gives. And uh, lots of people don't realize that the Ohio Constitution is a is really creates it gives you more than the right to keep and bear, the right to to defend. All right, it's a really significant uh, change, at least as far as I'm concerned. And as you guys know. 
we have had a, uh, this this particular statute became effective in 1974, and over the course of the last 45 years, we have had numerous changes in the law to the point where uh, 9.68, Governor Taft signed into law some years ago, which says we have a public preference for firearms in this state, and we don't want laws that are made to abridge them. And then we had the uh, self-defense law, and we're now getting to the stand-your-ground point. So what's happened, and I offer this as a historical perspective, this particular statute hasn't changed since 1974. And, Chip, before I get interrupted, I want to offer this this view to you. Sure. You and I are very, very lucky. We were raised in households where the great outdoors was very important. It was a significant part of our lives as children. Absolutely. I don't know how many times the good judge Chris Rosenhofer, we'd go hunting on Thanksgiving Day, and then when we came back for Thanksgiving uh, meal, uh, we'd clean our guns, and my father would have a shot and a beer. And anybody that knows my father knows that he was one of the straightest human beings in the world. Now, I can't imagine that in the late 70s, my father thought he was breaking the law when he was in his house drinking and cleaning his shotgun. And in essence, that is what is is being said, is that is that we are breaking the law if we have guns in our household and if we are are having a couple of drinks. That's, and it's not and it's not using them at all. Right. That's what the statute says, but this isn't using. You can have them sitting over there in the gun case, sure. locked up. So correct me if I'm mistaken here, but the fact that you, you have taken this to the, the Ohio Supreme Court means that the lower courts have ruled against you thus far. That's so, correct. Okay. And the Ohio Supreme Court accepted it on a very uh, legal thing, and that is, um, you, you know, this all goes back to, to District of Columbia versus Heller. Second Amendment people who are very strong in the Second Amendment understand what D.C. versus Heller means. Mm -hmm. And Heller was a, was a law enforcement officer in the district, and the district had a complete ban on handguns. Well, Heller would go to work and have his sidearm, obviously, and when he went home, he wasn't allowed to have it. That doesn't make sense, does it? Nope, not at living all. It, living in the district. So that's how it all started. And that's the key thing here. That, that, that's important. It's what's happening in the house. It's in the home. We'd all agree, I think, I think you'll both agree, that going out with a shotgun or a firearm and stumbling around drunk isn't, isn't, should be prohibited. Absolutely. <laughs> it should be a crime. It is. Hey, we got well, well, yeah, we're gonna we we're gotta get back. to another break, fellas. But uh, don't go away. More of the big outdoors coming up on News Radio 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Right after this. Hey, we're back. The big outdoors News Radio 700 WLW Cincinnati. Gary Jeff Walker is up next. Michael K. Allen at 9 a.m. and you're off and about your day around the big one. Gary Rosenhofer is with us and we're talking about the case coming before the Supreme Court in February, I believe. State of Ohio versus uh, Frederick Weber. And uh, Gary, if you could, I mean, you're not really disputing the facts of the case per se, but you're disputing or would like a decision on um, the, the fact that you can 
there's nothing wrong with having alcohol or drinking alcohol in your own home if you own guns. The and, attack, I'm sorry. Go ahead, and I'm, that may be oversimplifying it, but. No, I think that's the essence of it. And our attack is that, and our approach, it's not an attack, it's an approach. Our approach is that uh, that the law, the or using weapons while intoxicated law, Ohio law, is uh, unconstitutional as applied to the facts of this case. Just as just as Officer Heller could have a firearm in his house at uh, in the District of Columbia, so should you, so should Fred, so should anybody else. It's the house that's the essence. That's one of the points the Supreme Court of Ohio has accepted for review. The other is very interesting in that when we go back and we look at D.C. versus Heller, another great outdoorsman um, decided was the author of that decision, Justice uh, Antonin Scalia, uh, a bright guy, but also an outdoorsman. And what what Justice Scalia did in his uh, decision uh, was something that uh, constitutional scholars take issue with in that uh, there are three levels of constitutional review. I'm not going to go into the three levels, but the highest is strict scrutiny. There has to be some compelling state interest in a law that, that limits a core right, core right being a Second Amendment right, or uh, Ohio constitutional right to uh, have and defend. Uh, that is a core right. There's no doubt about it. And Justice Scalia said, we don't have a level of review that covers this right. So our argument to the uh, Supreme Court has been that the right is absolute or unconditional. We feel that is consistent with what Justice Scalia was essentially saying in D.C. versus Heller, which was made applicable to the states by uh, McDonald versus the city of Chicago. So our view, the view we're taking and we're advocating and we're arguing is that there is this right is absolute to have have arms in the in the home, and though there may be some situations where it would be inappropriate, that is where you violate another law. This situation with Fred is not one of those situations, and the law is unconstitutional as applied. So I think that's, that's an important that's point. That's in a nutshell. I think it's a, well, an important point when you said so long as they're not violating another law, because obviously if there's something going on in that house that is illegal. The police certainly have a right to go in there and and, and if they and, have a warrant intervene. Oh, for they, that if, illegality. If, if, I, if they're looking yeah. through the window and they see me shooting at someone, I suspect they don't have to go get a warrant before. No, they come no, in. not our, no. Our, our guest could, no. could straighten us out on yeah, that okay, point. Right, but. right. But this, but this kind of goes to the point that okay, uh, maybe they, you're, you're, maybe somebody's got something against you. Okay, and. You're you're having some drinks in your home, and it's known that you do have firearms, whether they're locked up or wherever they might be sitting, but they're not in use. But they can go in and 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 use this law against you. That's exactly the point. Much like I could uh, I could say, hey, that Chip Hart, he's doing that show there, over there, you know, he's been drinking the whole time, yeah. tailing, and you've never been drinking at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, so when is this case going to be heard? Hey, the, it's set for oral argument on February 25th. I uh, offer the view that there is a uh, – uh, you can live stream the Supreme Court of Ohio's uh, uh, oral arguments. The Supreme Court of Ohio has a beautiful website, and I mean that. It's really easy to use, mm-hmm. and it's a great 
thing, and you can go look up Fred Weber and go to the online uh, docket and learn anything you want about the Fred Weber case. Mm-hmm. Along the way, Chip, and I know you may be sure. short on time here, is the Supreme Court has also chosen to accept a case called State versus Philpotts, which they are holding for briefing in abeyance of the Weber decision. Uh, Philpotts is one where Ohio has a weapons under disability law, and Philpotts was uh, charged under the weapons under disability law because he was under an indictment, that being his disability, which was later dismissed. So you're run of the mill, let's say, CPA or banker who's doing some white-collar crime but gets indicted, he would be violating the weapons under disability statute if he goes hunting. Well, I'll tell you what, you keep us posted on when these things are going to be heard so that we can put the links out there for people through a Big Outdoors Facebook page. And uh, we'll get it to Willie, too. Obviously, he'll want to keep up on this also. Gary Rosenhofer, thank you very much for your time, and you have a Merry Christmas. You, too, and all your listeners. Hey, thanks, Gary. We'll see you another time. All right, Rick. All right. Guess we got to do another break. Yeah, we Chip. do. Let's do it right now. Stay with us. Chip and I'll be back with a little more of the big outdoors on News Radio 700 WLW after these words from our sponsors. And thanks for joining us this morning on the big outdoors 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Chip Hart, Rick Holmes with you on a Saturday morning. A little time left. Chip. There's a did, lot to give us pause there. Did you read? Did you yeah. read about the uh, woman in Texas that was killed by the uh, the wild hogs? I did. I wonder how she tasted. Well, I, you know, here's the thing. I've always told people because I've done a fair amount of hunting sure. wild hogs, and I've always told people people tend to think they're more dangerous than they are. And there's an interesting thing about this particular case, which was they found the woman dead with a serious head injury. Mm-hmm. So my question is, did the hogs attack her? She fell hit and her hit head. her head, and, or yeah. did she fall first? She was unconscious, and they came along. Because I think any farmer will tell you, you would not want to pass out in a pig pen. Uh, oh, I mean, no, I don't care if they're. I don't, I don't care if they're right, domestic or yeah, wild. That, that would yeah. be that would be a yeah. potentially dangerous yeah. situation. Yeah. So I'm not entirely convinced that she was just kind of attacked by wild hogs, as opposed to they came upon her after she had right. And I assume it's it, there was just a bundle of rags left. Well, there was sufficient no evidence video. that the that the hogs had attacked her. I mean, had a was, meal. There was plenty of evidence. Yeah. 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 Okay. I wonder how often that happens, actually, and we just uh, don't know about it's it. It's very I think sure. it's very rare. Sure. I, in sure. fact, that's the only fatality I've heard of involving yeah. wild hogs. can't think of it. So here we have it, um, and uh, we got this from the Sportsman's Alliance here in Ohio. We have a, a Republican Kentucky legislator, uh, Senator Julie Adams, um, she's, uh, in Kentucky has, uh, through, I guess a bill 492, which is assigned to a committee. She wants to ban, uh, uh, the, the kill traps. Okay. okay? Not the leg hold traps, but the conibear traps. Okay. <laughs> and I find this, and I'm trying to get more information on it. I, I, I have to get a hold of the trapping association and get more information, but it's certainly not on the Republican av- agenda anywhere that I'm familiar with, or even necessarily the Democratic agenda, to ban what actually are humane, the most humane traps out there, which are the the, the kill traps like the conibear. Yeah, I can't imagine that either. The only thing I I wonder is, is it an attempt, because my dogs have been caught in leg hole traps twice, and I just just took them off. Yeah. You know what I, so is it a matter of, 
the person is worried about unintended targets being killed that might not. I don't know. The conibears that that are used in this part of the woods, they're not that big. They're not that big anyway. Yeah. So they're not going to get around a, a, yeah. a dog's head. Yeah. I, f- se, I find so. that mystifying. I'm going to try too, and so. get more information on that and yeah. see where see where that uh, is coming from. So to speak. So with that, we're out of here. And up to this moment, we've uh, we've whacked 149,288 deer here in Ohio. That's a bunch. That's a lot. We're out of here. The Big Outdoors News Radio 700 WLW Cincinnati. Be safe in the woods and safe on the water. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.